now about an illness that is seeing a big increase in young kids and it seems to be baffling experts. It's a difficult one to talk about. It's called IBD, which stands for inflammatory bowel disease, typically something you wouldn't expect to see in young kids. So what is going on? At least what's the best guess? We're going to get into it right now with gastroenterologist and epidemiologist at the University of Calgary, Dr. Gil Kaplan. Dr. Kaplan, thanks so much for making the time. Uh, I know this is something that is sort of maybe strange to bring up for most of us, but this is this is in your wheelhouse. So can you explain exactly what IBD is? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show, Chelsea. And so IBD is inflammatory bowel disease that consists of Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. These are chronic inflammatory disorders of your bowel where your body's own immune system attacks your intestines. And that can lead to inflammation and ulceration of the bowel that can cause debilitating symptoms like abdominal pain, diarrhea, and bleeding. And IBD is most commonly diagnosed in young individuals at the prime of their lives. Um, Most people with inflammatory bowel disease require medications to suppress their immune system, to treat their disease, and when those medications fail, they can lead to people becoming in hospital and even needing surgeries to remove diseased portions of their bowel. So it can have a huge impact on on the quality of life of a person living with inflammatory bowel disease. Yeah, it sounds excruciating and awful, and as you said, debilitating, especially for a young kid too. Why, or maybe not, maybe why isn't the right question, but talk a little bit about the rise, the increase that we're seeing in this. Yeah, so today about 320,000 people living across Canada um, have Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. That represents about 0.8% of the population. Um, and like I was saying um, earlier, inflammatory bowel disease is predominantly diagnosed in young individuals. It's incurable. It's a chronic disorder. Um, but individuals have low, have a normal life expectancy. So that means every year we keep adding individuals with inflammatory bowel disease to our gastroenterology clinics, but very few leave. And so that can lead to um, additional um, uh, increases in the volume of people living with the disease over time. We've been able to do projection modeling where we've actually seen over the next decade, we're going to see the rise of this disease go to about 1.1% of the population. And we anticipate that roughly about 470,000 people will be living with this disease um, by the 2030s. And one of the major drivers, as, as you alluded to, is that we're seeing a rising incidence or the number of new diagnoses made year after year in children and adolescents with inflammatory bowel disease. So why? I mean, what's the best guess as to why we're seeing an increase? Is I'm sure there are some misconceptions about this. Does this have anything to do with diet or a lifestyle? What's the best explanation? Yeah, so there's a lot of research going in trying to understand what's the fundamental pathogenesis to disease. And we've discovered that it's an interaction between genetic susceptibility, environmental exposures like diet, um, and the intestinal microbiome. And so that we've identified over about 200 different genes that make somebody susceptible to develop Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. And most of those genes are involved in how our gut's immune system interacts with the intestinal microbiome. And what we've discovered is that the microbiome is very sensitive in t- into its development based on exposures to the environment, and particularly early life um, environmental exposures. Um, so the the microbiome itself, you can think about it as almost kind of like a rainforest of microbes, that when you're born, that's the first time you start to develop microbiome. So in early in life, if there are things that are environmentally exposed to you that change that microbiome, that might then lead to developing a disease like IBD later on in life. And so there's been a few environmental exposures that people have studied. Um, I'll give you just a few examples. So one is, is breast 
breastfeeding. So we've seen that that children who um, have breastfeed who are breastfed versus bottle fed, and particularly for longer period of times, are less likely to develop Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis later on in life. And we've also seen that not just in the context of inflammatory bowel disease, but other immune-mediated diseases like allergies uh, and asthma. Uh, in the flip side of that is kids who are exposed to antibiotics early in life that can disrupt the formation of the microbiome and actually put them at higher risk of developing IBD later later in life. And so it's this what we're studying right now is the complexity of what factors influence the development of the microbiome and how that could then trigger a disease like IBD in someone who has a genetic predisposition towards it. And is there some sort of a treatment or a course of action that's being researched or that seems to be working? Yeah, so there's actually a tremendous number of uh, medications that we can use to effectively treat people who have inflammatory bowel disease. And most of those treatments are, are based on our understanding of the parts of the immune system that is overactive in attacking the bowel. And so we've actually developed a series of different treatments that target different parts of the immune system to essentially kind of downregulate that overactive Im- Im- immune system. And many of the new discoveries you made have actually even been just approved um, in just in the last few years. And so most people with inflammatory bowel disease can live very healthy lives. We can get them under control in remission and keep their disease um, in check. The challenge is that some of these therapies can be very expensive to use uh, in in terms of of treating people with IBD. Well, Dr. Kaplan, thank you so much for shedding a little bit of light on something that is probably not talked about enough. Really appreciate your work and your time this afternoon. Thank you. Of course. Dr. Gil Kaplan, gastroenterologist and epidemiologist at the University of Calgary.